Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Western Washington. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and today I have Delia, the Miss Kirkland USA, competing for Miss Washington USA with me, co-hosting today. Hello. Hello. Super excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's joining me, and we are going to be chatting about um, what she hopes to accomplish with the contest this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be chatting about what it is to, why would you party with the cause? Mm -hmm. We've got... Um, interviews with the James Beard, which was their first time coming to Washington State this year, Fashion First, um, the Vogue Fashion Week, all affiliate chari um, charities that we interviewed, uh, as well, of course, starting off with our on-air wine tastings. Today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and Michael Florentine Sellers. And I'm sitting here with Delia Labonavici. You got it. Oh, my <laughs> word. I'm so proud. <laughs> I know it's one of those things. I I'm one of the what we've talked about it before, and one of the the most socially savvy things you can do is people's name they identify, and so you mm -hmm. want to be really careful to say it right. Mm -hmm. um, I became LB Duchess because nobody could say my name right, so awesome. <laughs> I just made it simple for everybody. That's good. So you are a Miss Kirkland USA. Yes. You're competing for Miss Washington. Miss Washington USA. Miss, see, and there are, and you know what? While we're actually touching base about that, tell us a little bit about the the deliation. There's a reason why, um, because there are a lot of different competitions and what they feed into. So what does yours feed into? Okay, so there are two main organizations. There is the Miss America organization, started in 1921. Um, and then from there, out of the Miss America competition came Miss USA. So they both kind of branched out of each other. Um, they're different, um, but similar. The, they're the two biggest uh, pageants, and they're both televised. Uh, the main difference is, is uh, Miss America is a scholarship program. Okay. Um, and then Miss USA is looking for a spokeswoman, a, a public speaker, uh, a model, if you will. Um, so different, but similar in that they give women opportunities. I love that. And, they, you know, it's funny because a lot of people for a lot of years, especially when I was younger, um, there was the whole talk about how it degrades women and, mm -hmm. you know, the different competitions. And I think as we move forward in our evolution, I think we realize it's more about celebrating who we are. You know, when you're mm -hmm. young, uh, being able to celebrate where you are when you're at your best and feeling good about it. And, you know, not everybody is the same size. Not everybody has the same talents. Not everybody looks the same. But there's beauty in all of those things. Of course. There's nothing more empowering for me than being in a swimsuit after all these months of hard work in the gym, um, you know, not indulging too much in <laughs> the sweets. I do my best. But, uh, you know, it's, it's so – I take so much pride in my body on stage because I've worked so hard for that. Well, I think that's a really good point to make, too, um, is, you know, we are, by nature, as a human being, we need things to motivate us. And – um, we all look to be motivated in different ways mm -hmm. and be empowered in different ways. And I think these contests, for a lot of women, they they give them that outlet. They give them that reason to do something maybe they've never done before. Mm -hmm. Or um, I know when I competed, which was decades ago, um, I was Miss Greenwood. I was a runner-up, mm -hmm. and uh, it did. I, I found my feet. I found confidence. I realized that I could speak in front of people without sounding like a complete idiot. Mm -hmm. um, and it was. It was really, really empowering. And I think a lot of people look at the superficial, and they really don't understand how much you get from it. Yeah, a lot of the people that are uh, skeptical about pageantry don't know what it's really about yeah. and um, the evolution you go through uh, as, a, as an individual through the process of pageantry. I totally support it. I encourage girls to do it, to get out there, 
put themselves, uh, make themselves be vulnerable yeah. to failure. Um, there are just so many benefits to doing it. Gather your family together, oh, have them yeah. support you. Uh -huh. it, it, amazing. Why not? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because a lot of the questions they ask, I don't know what the questions are that they ask now, but um, I'll never forget. They, the, the nice thing is they tell you all the, the different questions that you could potentially get up there. Oh, that's nice. They do yeah. that for you because they don't do that for oh, me. No. I have no idea what's coming my no, way. No, they would, they would tell us that, okay, so here's the list of the questions that you could be asked. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, I got the one question that I was most terrified of. Oh. And, it, and it was, it, ironically, it was, what's the one word that you think describes you the best? Okay. My answer was to this day, I look back and I go, wow, yeah, that, that's who I am. That's who I was. Mm -hmm. um, I answered uh, obnoxious, but in a good way. And mm -hmm. everybody laughed. I laughed. Um, but it's funny because you, you go into these things and they are. There's, there's so much that you learn. There's so much that you come away with from mm -hmm. them. Um, social awareness, um, being a part of a community, mm -hmm. understanding what's going on in the community that you're competing in. Um, you know, when you have a sponsor, which typically everybody who's competing for like Miss Kirkland, mm -hmm. um, I was, when I was competing for Miss Greenwood, there was a sponsor. Mine was O'Neill Jewelers back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it gets you to relate to somebody in your community. Typically you didn't even know before. It's a, it's a win-win for both parties. Yeah. So I have a couple sponsors as well and, um, I give them as much as I can and they bless me with their, with their goods and their services and whatnot. And it's just, it's so... It's so bright. All of it Synergistic, is so fun. Yeah. yeah. So who are your sponsors? So I have Estera Skincare. Okay. Um, they are amazing. I use their face wash, uh, their body wash, their cleansers. I have uh, Willie Wolf Sifa, who is my personal trainer. Wow. Sasquatch CrossFit and Tim Bandle. Uh, he uh, sponsored me, and I go do CrossFit at that gym. Uh, it's hard and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that hard and amazing. It's, it's I mean, it hurts. there's no other way to put it like you hate it in the moment, but then you're grateful you yeah. went after. And then um, my favorite sponsor is Dolce Blue. Not that I have a favorite. Let me digress. All of my sponsors are my favorites. But you, that's it, close to your heart. But I love dresses. Yeah. And I and love I love Christabel <laughs> Martin of Dolce Blue. Uh, it's a dress store. So oh. wedding dresses pageant dresses, prom dresses, we'll have to go all check of it. it out. Yeah, and you have to meet Krista. She's the owner. She is a firecracker. She's so fun. We'll definitely have to chat a little bit more because when you're, like, we're going to be chatting about charity events here in a little bit, mm -hmm. you always have to have something to wear. Of course. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's move on a little bit. Um, we're going to be chatting today a little bit about charities, um, particularly local charities. You know, why party with a cause? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my thought process has always been if you're going to party, why not party with a cause? Of course. Um, but I think everybody has a different reason for why they get involved in things. Um, what are some of your favorite charities? Some of my favorites are Dress for Success. Uh, it empowers disadvantaged women. I love that. And they, uh, they provide them with interview attire when they go um, to a new job and they're, they're trying out for this job that they want and um, it gives them interview prep so um, really like that one and that one they have in Seattle and then there's uh, Abolitionist Inter International it's a um, it's an organization that helps women who have been victims of human trafficking yep that's been a big one in um, this area for the mm -hmm. last couple of years mm -hmm. um, and I think just because women are finally you know kind of getting comfortable with their feet and they want to and women naturally will reach out for other women mm -hmm. of so that's awesome yeah, those okay. two are ones that i really like and enjoy i love it mm -hmm. um what do you hope to accomplish if you win or even if you don't win um i know typically everybody has 
some kind of effect that they want on the mm -hmm. community and that's why they jump into it. What is it for you? I really feel that uh, my purpose on this earth is to help other women, uh, empower them, let them know that they have a voice, uh, that they can be leaders in whatever they do, whether they're, they're a housewife, they could be a leader to their children or in other organizations or if they want to be a businesswoman, uh, whatever they want to do, uh, find joy in that, be confident in that, love it, and, uh, and make a difference in other people's lives through that. I love that. That it's funny that you bring up being a stay-at-home mom because I think a lot of stay-at-home moms in, in these days of you know going out and being a career woman or, or feeling like you have to work for for whatever reason. Sometimes you have to work because you have choices that you've made or, or things that you want to do, and so you choose to. Um, and other people have to work because they have to make the bills. But um, there's a lot to be said and a lot of work in being a stay-at-home mom and a lot of joy to be brought from mm -hmm. it. So. Yeah, depending on where you are, there is a lot to be empowered and just knowing that you should feel confident nowhere, no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. Okay, so what is the most savvy thing that has happened to you through the competitions leading up to today? I think my, my favorite is the girls that I've met. I, I've managed to become really good friends with a lot of them. Miss Washington, a USA 2013 is my best friend. Wow. Uh, so it, it, gives me, uh, it gives me unity with with people who are like-minded because we are all up on that stage. We all made the decision to be there and to put ourselves out there. Kind of vulnerable. <laughs> Absolutely. We all put ourselves out there. Um, most of us like hair, beauty, fashion. Uh, so we have things in common. So the, the most savvy thing is the ladies. <laughs> I love that. It's the other ladies I love. Yeah. Okay, and if you can think back, what is the savviest thing that somebody has ever said to you along the way? something that's maybe impacted you or you realized that you made a difference in, mm -hmm. in what was going on with them? Uh, well, personally, my, my father's always told me, he always was like, Delia, be tough. And uh, that's always stuck with me in my pageant journey. Like when I'm on that stage, when I'm talking to the girls and you know, or if you've heard something negative said about you, you know, just be tough. Uh, and what he means by that is um, be strong in who you are, be strong in what you want to do. So thanks dad for teaching me to be tough. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> he's the he has an accent, so when he says it, he's like, be tough, Delia, be tough. Oh. I'm like, thanks, Daddy. You're the best. Oh, and those are the things I think a lot of people, you know, when you're fortunate enough to have strong people in, that are your family, um, you're very, very blessed. But then for somebody like you to be able to bring that forward to maybe be there for somebody who doesn't have that kind of family, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, another word of advice that I got uh, during competition, uh, mm -hmm. one of my mentors uh, Cheryl Siegfried told me to um, pretend like I already have the crown. And when I walked on that stage, I thought of that. And um, lo and behold, I was crowned that night. That's cool. Well, and it's, you're owning it. It's something that when you move to take ownership of something, why would you not? Mm -hmm. It just, everything seems to follow in place. Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, so I understand that there, of course, there's the regular competition. Yeah. Um, when is that going to be happening? That is October 18th and 19th, and okay. it's at the Highline Performing Arts Center in Burien, Washington. Wow. Saturday is preliminary. Sunday is final night at 2 p.m. Okay. And from what I understand, there is somewhere we can go and we can vote for you for something special. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> uh, so the winner of the People's Choice Award, so whoever gets the most vo votes in People's Choice, will automatically make it to the semifinals. So she will be in the top 15 automatically wow. by the people's vote. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. Where, do, where do we find you to do that? So you could go to MissWashingtonUSA.com and you click the contestants and up at the top of the page there's a link that says vote for people's choice and vote for Miss um, Photogenic. Uh -huh. You can vote for people's choice as many times as you want and that will get me into the semifinals if I get the most votes. Wow. And then um, you can vote once for Miss Photogenic and then she gets a prize package, whoever wins Miss Photogenic. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking time and, and you know just enlightening people a little bit. I know uh, there's lots of people who think they would be really fun to do and maybe they're intimidated or they think it's something that they can't accomplish. But um, it, you know, being in a pageant or being a part of the community is something that you think that you might be interested in. I always tell people, go for it. There's Absolutely. so much to be learned. And I would love to uh, link people up with the opportunities. I, I know what, um, what opportunities are out there. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Delia Labonavici, so it's spelled D-E-L-I-A, L-U-B-A-N-O-V-I-C-I, -I, and that's on Twitter. Um, just at me, and I will answer your questions. I will hook you up with any of your pageant questions slash needs. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for taking time tonight. Thank you for having me. You bet. Joy and a thrill. We look forward to seeing you as a winner. Thank you so much. Let's keep our fingers crossed. And as every show, we're going to start off our on-air with our first on-air wine tasting. Um, today is going to be the Chateau Saint-Jean Bijou. It is their 2013 Chardonnay. This is a California wine, and it's ironic that I like the Chardonnay because typically uh, not a big Chardonnay fan, but this one reminds me a lot of Viognier. It's very mouth-filling. Um, it's juicy, and um, for people who like a really cold white wine like we were talking about earlier... Uh, this one still has that chilling effect without being, this not, is not chilled to what you would consider a regular white. Mm -hmm. It's very good. It's it's light, it's fruity, It's but it's got some depth. It's it's not buttery really per right, se, for and sure, I, yeah. I, I'm not into that big butter taste on yeah. my mouth. Um, so if you like that kind of a Chardonnay, this is a good one. That's not the buttery, but more the the textural and the... Very uh, mouth-filling. Yeah, mouth-filling and not real fruit, fruity, fruity, fruity. Yeah sweet it's more of a yeah a and I'm a more of a red person too so yeah I'm yeah. a big red fan what about you Karen oh <laughs> do you have a savvy business or product you'd like to share with our listeners contact us at socially savvy btr at gmail.com or our Facebook page socially savvy for more information on how we can share you make every event better because you were there socially yours LB Duchess now let's check out some of the interviews from some of the charity events that we had the privilege of attending. And I'm here at the James Beard event in Seattle. It is Taste America, Taste Seattle. And I understand that you are one of the producers of tonight's event. You brought this new to Seattle. We're so excited. I mean, we are kind of event junkies here. We love to party with a cause. So tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. And you've produced with, with Varsity an amazing event. Well, thank you. I have to really give a lot of the credit to the Varsity team here, to Dick Stevens and Melinda Hayes and to Kurt and the whole team. They've done an awesome job, and they've been working in conjunction with David Bowen and company, the executive producers of Taste America for the James Beard Foundation, along with um, David Bowen, who's the president of the Bowen and company, and Kristen Madden, who's the vice president. They tonight are in Seattle. Uh, not Seattle, I'm sorry. They're in, <laughs> uh, we, were all, we were in Seattle a couple weeks ago. Um, 
David and Kristen are in Dallas tonight. So uh, we have a sister event going on in Dallas while I'm lucky enough to be here in Seattle. So for well, and, Seattle. And anybody who's done any research on you knows that you guys hold multiple events across the country. Yes. Because, you know, yes, we, we celebrate wine and spirits and food. But you guys honor some of the highest achievers, and you're a part of that production of making it happen. Yes, we're very lucky. We have 10 James Beard Award-winning chefs who are traveling across the country over the next two months to celebrate uh, American food across the country. Tonight we have um, Mark Murphy. Uh, from New York City and Benchmark, wow. who you may also know from Chopped. He's a judge on Chopped. He oh, my has, gosh. <laughs> he has come all the way from New York to be here with us in Seattle and has worked with Tom Douglas, one of our great Seattle our, chefs, yep. a multiple award-winning James Beard chef, and our gracious host chef, Carrie Sear. And then we have wonderful chefs here in Seattle that are hosting our reception. So we're doing this times 10 in each city. It's amazing, and we're very privileged to be one of the cities that you guys decided that you were going to celebrate with. Well, Seattle's a great food town. How could we not be here? Kind of our, we are kind of addicted foodies and winos and, and spirited people. And you have many Jane Spirit Award-winning chefs here and lots of nominees. So it's a real thrill to be here with you guys and working in tandem with Varsity. It's been such a smooth production, and we have so many great guests here. It's going to be a great night. I'm super excited. Thank you for taking time, and I'm looking forward to um, meeting the James Beard representative so they can give us a little bit more insight on what, what the foundation of this is. Yes, that'll be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here at the James Beard Taste of America, Taste Seattle, with one of my favorite people, Dick. You are an amazing creator of events. You co-host this thing. You're I mean, I've been wandering around, taking a look at everything that you have in play with Varsity. You're amazing. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. And you played a big part in this thing. Just, I played a little part. But tell us a little bit about James Beard and what this event is about tonight. Well, it's completely celebrating the James Beard Foundation mission and platform. Um, these guys are so far-reaching with this foundation. And it's really an honor for Seattle and for us to be a part of it, to be one of the 10 cities. Um, and for James Beard Foundation's Taste America to come to Seattle, I think that the foundation is really getting a sense of the food and the wine and the cocktail culture here. And We're we hope so it amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and we just hope it keeps growing and growing. This is the first step. So it's funny because I was interviewing earlier, and you know how I interview. I usually don't do a whole lot of research. I like it to be very <laughs> in the moment yeah. and um, talk to a lot of, you know, Seattle's still a lot of very philanthropic, very passionate people. And so it's a lot of people's first time. So I guess what I'm getting at is it is a first time. You know, this this new platform with the Taste America series, this is a, they're excited that Seattle is, is, is on board because last year, their inaugural year, it didn't include Seattle. And I think they're getting a sense of how massive our food culture is here. It's, oh. it's unparalleled. We are foodies. We, we are, are winos. We are spirited. <laughs> and, you know, the James Beard people that have won awards in this part of the country, either Washington or Oregon, this is a great chance for them to get celebrated tonight because there's a lot of national coverage online tonight. And this is a special moment for the Maria Hines and for the Renee Ericsons and the Tom Douglases of the world, as they should be. This is their hometown. I love it. Well, thank you so much for letting me us be a part, Socially Savvy, and for putting an amazing event on. Thank you so much for being here. You're the best.
I'm standing here with one of the amazing representatives of James Beard, which they brought, you guys have brought this amazing event here. Tell us who you are and a little bit about what this event is and what it supports. Okay, my name is Julie Marshall. I'm Director of Events and Marketing for the James Beard Foundation. And the event is in celebration of local flavors, coast to coast. Our Taste America National Program is taking place in 10 cities over five weekends. So we're tonight celebrating Seattle's great local flavors. We brought in celebrity guest chef Mark Murphy from New York City, and along with Tom Douglas, he's creating an unbelievable uh, dinner for us tonight. We have uh, the host chef tonight, also Carrie Sear, and we thank them for opening up their kitchens to the chefs. And to give you a little background on James Beard himself, he's known as the Dean of American Cookery. He was a cookbook author, passionate about food and elevating American cuisine. And that leads us into our mission, which is to celebrate, nurture, and honor America's diverse culinary heritage through programs that educate and inspire. So while we had these wonderful um, social events with silent auctions and tasting receptions and dinners, we also have... Um, educational components. Our scholarship program is very important to us and you'll hear tonight a portion of the proceeds from tonight will go into a Taste America scholarship that will then be awarded to a culinary student within uh, the state of Washington. So we always like to give some give back to the city that we come into. I love that. Um, yeah. It's funny because I, I got involved because of Dick Stevens with Varsity. And ironically, my youngest child has known since he was four and wanted to be a chef. So to be in here and see these chefs celebrated, and he's now 16 and part of the culinary arts program locally. Um, oh, great. It's, it's these types of events that I think fuel that fire for young people uh, to keep moving. Because there's so many things in life that will kind of make them feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't. And am I good enough? And, and you see these events where you see local chefs come together and they celebrate. Particularly in Washington, you see a lot of chefs come out to the table when they hear somebody is very passionate about it. And they encourage and say, do it because you, you give so much back when you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. And everybody can come together over food and conversation at yeah. the table. At, at, you know, at any level, everybody needs to eat and have a meal. And when you can all share it together and celebrate it, you know, that's what it's all about. And so many of the chefs across the nation, you know, as much as they, there may be the competitive edge, once they come together, they love to cook together, enjoy each other, they share and learn from each other, the guests enjoy it, and you can just feel the passion, both in the kitchen and also out in the dining room. I totally love it. So if somebody wanted to find out more about you, where would they find you? Um, they would find jamesbeard.org, and on there we have postings of all of our events. All of our diverse initiatives, like I mentioned, the scholarship, we have a boot camp for chefs, we have a leadership conference. Uh, we also have our um, awards that recognize and honor all the great culinary uh, chefs, I mean the chefs and all the culinary industry in May. And you can see all of our award winners, and that is something that's very prestigious and dear to us as well. So visit us at jamesbeard.org. I love it. Thank you so much for taking time. Thank you. Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, a Medispa in Bellevue, offers a full array of services that includes lash extensions, Botox, laser hair removal, body wraps and facials, just to name a few. With a friendly, well-trained staff, you will find services of the highest quality and with the best results. Check them out at www.eastsidebodyandskin.com. Not redeemable for cash. This message brought to you by Brandon Elkins. 
and this is LB Duchess here at the James Beard Taste of America Taste Seattle. I'm standing here with special guest John Curley. Oh, thank you. You have been at so many charity events that I Oof. have seen and been a part of, um, and I'm just a newbie. Uh huh. And I heard you talking about Seattle and yeah. how many we do. 865 charity auctions a year, more per capita here than any other city in the United States. Wow. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? I think there's a lot of people with a lot of money. I also think there's, because it works, and if it works, then more organizations do it. They say, hey, I heard so-and-so, such-and-such had an auction, and they made $50,000. And someone says, hey, then if they can do it, let's, then we'll do it. So it just right. keeps going and going. Well, and I think Seattleites are really good at a party with a cause. They do. They really know how to do it. They really know how to give. And uh, as much as it is the bane of many people's existence that on a Saturday night or a Friday night, they're listening to somebody talk very quickly in $100. Um, Which you're very good at. I have a lot of fun. I bought a tape on eBay to learn how to do it. Are you kidding me? I was listening to you and I was like, I, I admire you. $36 I spent for that tape called Ralph Wade Shows You How to Do It for $36. And I took the thing, I downloaded my iPod, and I tracked, practiced every single day on the way to work. And I called the guy on the phone in Oklahoma, and I said, Ralph, I need your help. And he, he's like, well, what's your problem? And I said, well, I can do six, I can do sevens, I can't do eights. He goes, I'm going to hear your eights. And I went, eight, 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 eight. He goes, eight's a hard number to do, so here's what I'm going to recommend. I said, what? He goes, skip eight. Oh. So we go everything from, I said, six, then to seven, and then sell from seven to nine. So we skip right by eight. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Most people, it catches them by surprise. That is too funny. <laughs> like they so say, there's sell, always they're, a way they're, they're, over, around, or through something. <laughs> right. They're, 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 okay, 700, you get a bit get a 700. Seven, you get a bit get a seven. Seven, you get a bit get a 900. Now nine, you get a bit 900 here. They're like, what happened to eight? I said, I don't do eights. I just skip right by eight. I don't do eights. <laughs> I don't do eight, 800, 80, 8,000, nothing. <laughs> right from seven to nine. It's great. Oh my gosh, there's a, there's a Saves joke Saves time, about, makes money. That is perfect. We'll mm -hmm. have to create a joke around that because yeah. there's a joke about I don't do ups, that you don't do eights. Right, no eights. No eights, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, um, how have you been involved with this event before? No, James Beard, no. All I know is the name and the, the power and the prestige of the James Beard Award. Right. I, I got a call a couple of months ago, and they said, would you be willing? And I said, yes, I've got off on Friday, so I'd be glad to be here. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. There's a lot of new, a lot of the people from the, the philanthropic community here mm -hmm. tonight, um, but a lot of people who are new to the James Beard, I was um, unaware of it until I was asked to be a part of it, too. So yeah. it's been a fun adventure learning about it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the people that are here tonight know all about James Beard. These are the foodie yeah. foods are coming out for this one tonight. So this is going to be good. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a thank guest you. host. And I'm excited to hear you run your numbers. Don't look for eights. I won't look all right. for them. This is your host, LB Duchess with Socially Savvy, and I'm here at the James Beard Taste of America Taste Seattle. I'm standing here with one of my favorites. You produce some of the most beautiful vodka and other things. So please tell our guests who you are and what exactly it is you do. Hey, I'm Ian McNeil. I'm the founder of uh, Glass Distillery, and we produce a connoisseur-class vodka here from uh, Washington Wine Grapes here in Seattle. It is beautiful. Um, the, the bottle by itself is well worth it. Thank you. It's meant to be worth it. But I think the stuff inside is uh, pretty nice as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I'm kind of thinking there's going to be some fans here at the, uh, at the dinner tonight. What do you think? I think so. I love your presentation. You've got um, the grapes, the little mini champagne grapes, which only come out a certain time of year. Uh -huh. And you've got them out there, you know, all beautiful and making everything look gorgeous. We're doing a special little cocktail in there. 
I'm excited. It's called a Washington, uh, we're calling it a Washington spritzer, or some people refer to it as a Washington gimlet. We've called it that in the past. Oh, cool. But I'll tell you what it is. It's just fresh lemonade and uh, muddled table grapes. We add a little sparkling water, glass vodka, and then we top it with uh, a little Washington wine. It kind of makes it this kind of sweet, sour, spritzer, vodka drink, and it's been very popular. We've served it even in Texas, and people gobble it up. So I'm going to have to try it, and then I'm going to have to take it home and try it. Yeah, home. exactly. <laughs> it's really easy to make, and we do. That's what the champagne grapes are for. We top it with the champagne grapes. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I see you at all the charity events. I was listening to John Curley talk, and Seattle per capita produces the most auctions in the state we do. any other. We do. That's right. Um, and I see you a lot of them participating and a part of it. Um, obviously, food and wine and and spirits together is a passion. Yes, it which is. Which would explain why you know you're a big part of this. But um, have you been part of this event in the past? We have not been a part of this in the past. And um, the folks that are producing it approached us, and I said, of course, this would be a great way for us to. Uh, kind of give back to some of the people that we're always with anyway. Yeah. And uh, and being associated with food is perfect. Yeah. The Washington definitely. Wine Commission is a big sponsor sponsor of um, all the cocktails and wine beforehand. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's Varsity, and they help yeah, produce the taste of Washington. Yeah, they're exactly. fantastic. Yeah. So Dick's a good friend of mine, and he asked me Love to uh, get involved, and I said, absolutely. Well, it's fabulous to have you here, and I cannot wait to try your Washington yeah, gimlet. thank you. We'll make you one as soon as we get some ice. Sounds fab. <laughs> I have the privilege of standing here with Greg Lill, one of my favorite wine guys. (laughs) And you walked in here with this beautiful bottle of wine that you were donating for tonight here at the James Beard um, event, Taste America, Taste Seattle. Um, And it is their first year here, which I have recently learned. And it's so fun to see so many great Seattleites coming out, of course, to support and party with the cause. You know, it's, uh, I have to admit, this is a new event for me too. And I'm pleasantly surprised to really see a lot of the movers and shakers of our uh, culinary fantastic city of Seattle here in the room. Well, and I, when I was talking with Dick earlier, we kind of summed up that, you know, you bring wine and food and spirits together, Washington's kind of coming, we're going to come out in spades. We usually do, you know, we're, I think there's something about how Seattle's the most uh, philanthropic city per capita in America. There's more charity events here than any other city per capita. Yep, 865. And I, I learned tonight. You know, and I think I've been to 565 of them. But oh, it's, uh, my dear. But, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of fun. It's something new. It's something different. So it, it's really exciting to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, Greg. And you are you are um, one of the owners of DeLille Cellars in Woodenville. Correct. Uh, yeah, there's four of us. Actually, there's um, it's a it's a group that, of ownership where the, the original four founders of um, the Lil family, which I'm a part of, Jay Soloff, Chris Upchurch, and then our partners out of New York, Boxes Capital Management, and uh, we have a great team. It's we're we're growing with the great vintages we have coming on right now. And yes, I oh, just got an email about the new one. <laughs> right, and uh, we but we are very. We, I have to say we're very excited. A couple of things I need to tell you about. One is that. Uh, wine Enthusiast Magazine just named us as one of the five wineries in the nomination out of 8,000 in the United States I'm for, so not wi- for Winery of the Year, American not Winery surprised. of the Year. <laughs> so excited about that. And um, the other really kind of fun thing that my lovely bride Stacy and I are going to be doing is on October 12th, we have been selected and requested to be the wine of choice for Prince Albert of Monaco for a private luncheon in Palm Springs for 20 people and then an honorary dinner for 200 that evening. 
Okay, so I have to say, you have some of the most amazing stories, but that right there is going to be the story that I want dibs on. I want to hear that story. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. It should be fun. It should be fun. Well, congratulations. I so look forward to your, I know everybody's right in the middle of crush. We're so looking forward to what's going to be coming out this spring and fall. And thank you so much for sharing your amazing wines and your passion with us. Oh, thank you very much. Hello, this is LB Duchess with Socially Savvy, and we are here at the Four Seasons in Seattle at Wine, Women, and Shoes Benefiting Olive Crest. It is a beautiful event filled with fabulous vendors, beautiful wines, fantastic food, and of course, fabulous people. I am sitting here with my date for the night, Miss Jill. We um, are perusing, it is my third time here, and it is your first time. So tell us what your overall impression is of this fabulous event. I think it's wonderful. I love the venue. I love all the women dressed in their heels. The wine is good. The food is excellent. And the company is unbelievable. <laughs> it is a very, very fun event. One of my favorites has been walking around and looking at everyone's shoes because, of course, everyone wants to show off their feet. Have you seen anything that's been fabulous? The, the, I have seen the shoes on, the black and white leopard shoes that are on your friend's wife's Lisa, yes. Lisa on Lisa's feet. They're unbelievable. They go perfect with her um, her whole outfit. So, from somebody who this is your first year coming, how often do you attend charity events? I attend charity events several times during the year, and I love to support children's events. Um, so this certainly fits into all of that. The wine selection is amazing here tonight. The way the women have dressed up is amazing. Now, that's one of my favorite. This is one of those events that if you like to get all dolled up and you want to go out with girlfriends and you want to do what we're good at, which is drinking wine, laughing, chatting, socializing, and shopping, this is probably one of the best times of year that you're going to be able to do that. Well, thank you, Jill, for being my date, and we're going to check out what else Wine, Women, and Shoes has to offer. So tonight is going to be running around interviewing fabulous people at Wine, Women, and Shoes, Bella's benefiting Olive Crest. I'm standing here with Kristen from Alexandria Nicole. Of course, it was destiny that you were going to be my first winery tonight. You are one of my favorites. We've had the pleasure of interviewing you guys and actually doing a live broadcast from your location. I was so pleased to see that you guys were here supporting this amazing event. And I, I can't say that I'm surprised, but I was very, very happy. So tell us a little bit about your, if this is your first year, and what wines we got to see here tonight. Oh, this is um, our first year doing this event. But as soon as I saw that it was about women, wine, and shoes, I thought this is the perfect fit for us. So oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, I'm having a good time being a purveyor of all things high heels and um, sharing the wine. So I brought the dry Riesling. Um, our White Roan Blend, Shepherd's Mark, which is always my favorite. I brought the Jet Black Syrah, which is Jared, our winemaker's favorite, and the Cory Butte, our cab blend. Uh, well, thank you so much. I know you have to get back to serving wine, and we're going to produce some more. Thank you for being a great my part tonight. My pleasure. Thank you. I'm standing here with one of my favorite couples in the world. <laughs> Kevin and Lisa, you guys are so much fun. You're, not only are you sharing your little table with me, but... Um, you guys are just inspirational in that how many events you guys support and you do it together. I, I love that about you guys. How many times have you been to this event? This is actually, this is actually our first one. The first time I've been involved with oh, Wine, wow. Women, Shoes. So with Olive Crest? With Olive Crest yeah, and right. Wine, Women, Shoes. And we always have a fun time regardless of where we are. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely do. I know that um, I came to the James Beard event that was here a few weeks ago. And I learned that we do 865 charity events in Washington a year. 
and honestly, I I attend to a few of them. I've seen you at almost every one that I've attended, which is kind of scary. Maybe, maybe if, if it's 865, I think we've missed a few, though. I think, I think we may have missed a few. But, um, so you did the beautiful, amazing, gorgeous table decorations. Tell us about what you did, what inspired you, and where we can find you. Well, uh, you know, I work here at the hotel. I take care of all of the flowers for the Four Seasons Hotel. And I was just inspired by the wine and the women and the shoes. So we did all red roses in tall vases with colored, uh, red colored water. So it looks like big glasses of red wine with roses coming out of them. So that was my inspiration. I, I, I was a media sponsor for this event, so by the time I even thought about it, VIP was sold out. I want one of those. It's like, how much do I have to pay? Us <laughs> <laughs> too. Sorry, you can't take them home. <laughs> well, thank you for being such a fabulous addition to this event and so many other events that you do your floral arrangements and you guys just show up to. Thanks, thank you, LB. We, we adore you. you. All right. And this is LB Duchess. I'm standing here with another of one of the amazing wines that are being poured tonight at Wine, Women, and Choose. Tell us a little bit about your winery. And I was hearing a little bit about the story behind it. I thought that was awesome. Yes. So the story behind this is this label was started by my very dear friend, Hillary. And uh, the name of the label is called Sonoris, which means to resonate. Each of the people on the labels are people that resonate with her. We've got her grandfather, Bernie. We've got her father, who's on the source. We've got her mother, Karen Ann, which means Beer Grace, and that is the Sauvignon Blanc. And we've got her grandmother, Verna May, on the Viognier. So it's really a family, just labor of love, and um, yeah. They are beautiful. I got a chance to try the grandmother, the Viognier, and I'm going to try the cab next. So thank you so much for introducing and um, sharing with our listeners. Absolutely. Please stop by and grab a taste of the Sonoris wine. So if somebody was looking to check out your wines, taste them, or buy them, where can they find you? Um, they can find these wines at Bin 41 in West Seattle, at Esquim in Soto, and at Wine World. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great day. And this is LB Duchess standing here at Wine, Women, and Shoes, benefiting Olive Crest. This is such a stunning event. I'm standing here with Stacey Lill. You are definitely one of my, um, how would I put it? You inspire me, and I consider you one of my closer friends. So I'm so glad to see you here tonight. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. It's so fun to be here tonight, and it's such a great event for Olive Crest and really for the kids. And it's also really fun for all the attendees. I've had so many of my friends come up to me and say, as first-time guests, this is awesome. I love the shopping. It's fantastic. Great wine. Great shopping. Just fun. I was really surprised um, how many new people are here this year. There are. You know, it's a new uh, beneficiary this year with Olive Crest. And so then um, they reach out to their spheres and get people to come and, and really support the event. So you actually have both of your wines being featured here. Oh, Wines, which is your baby. Yes. Um, and you have a station for that. And then the Delil. So tell us which wines you have here tonight. And um, I don't know, maybe something that is close to your heart from this event that you've been able to enjoy from being Sure, sure. So the O Wines, of course, the O stands for Opportunity and funds the educational scholarships for young women. So that is very near and dear to my heart. We're pouring a Chardonnay and also the Red Blend, which is a Merlot cab and a little splash of Syrah. And then our Delil Cellars wines are serving the Chaleur Estate Blanc. That's as well beautiful. as the uh, AIX tonight, which is a blend, it's a cab, Syrah blend. Both wines are delicious, and um, 
I don't know if you have seen that uh, wine enthusiasts nominated Dalil Sellers as one of the top American wineries of the year. Yes, I was so. chatting with Greg about that at the James Beard event, and yeah. you guys, I guess, had just gotten nominated. So congratulations, and of course, I'm hoping that you guys are going to win. And, <laughs> yes, well, we're so honored to be nominated that we're really thrilled about that, and we'll find out in about um, three to four weeks what the outcome is. Awesome. Well, I'll have to keep tabs so we can get the first interview. Absolutely. Love it. So if somebody is looking for O-Wines or Delo, where are they going to be able to find you? So um, tonight or in general? Uh, in general. Yes, in general, <laughs> the O-Wines is at just about every retail grocery outlet. It's at Fred Meyer, QFC, Safeway, Met Market, Central Market. Um, wow. Every retailer, if it's not there, please ask for it. It helps the cause. It really helps the young women with the scholarship program if you can find it and buy it. Okay. Uh, the Delil Sellers wines are predominantly found on DeLilleSellers.com. We sell a lot of wine direct-to-consumer as well as at our uh, carriage house tasting room in Woodinville and also our new Maison DeLille Wine Lounge in Kirkland. So come on out and visit us anytime. Thank you so much for taking time. You're welcome. Thank you, LB. The Pain Center of Bellevue offers real relief to pain and a healthier approach to your life with services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point injections, acupuncture, and massage and rehab. You are sure to find your healthier approach to life. Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point ma massage trigger point massage and pain management consultation. You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com or call 425-455-2225. Not redeemable for cash. This message brought to you by Brandon Elkins. I am standing here with one of our Olive Crest connections for tonight's Wine, Women, and Shoes. This is you guys' first year as being beneficiaries. We're literally right in the middle of the fashion show. What do you think? I am so amazed and over the top. This is the, this is the most fun event I've ever been to. And I'm so honored that Wine, Women, Shoes chose Olive Crest to be the beneficiary in Seattle this year. We, you know, it's all about fun with food, fashion, but it's also about the kids and these women all have great hearts for kids that have been abused and abandoned. They're just, everybody's amazing. The giving is awesome. The fashion is awesome. The wine is awesome. The food. <laughs> the shoe guys. Oh my gosh. My heart's a flutter and I'm married. <laughs> well, and we have the guys up here on stage and that's why everybody just like literally blows up. They love it. Yes. Yes. And um, now we've got the men's fashions out and they're even hooping and hollering for these guys. So if you had to, I don't know if you can, but can you pick out what is your favorite part of tonight? I think it's women connecting yeah. and just enjoying each other and fashion and dancing and just having a good time with your girlfriends. You know, we don't get to do that enough. That's very and just true. connect and connect also women that are your girlfriends, but women that also really care about the community as well. We can have fun, but... They're also women with really great hearts. And those are the people I want to be with. Yeah. Thank you so much tonight. Thank you, LB. You're one of them, you know. <laughs> this is LB Duchess with Socially Savvy, and we're perusing wine, women, and shoes. I have stopped by one of the wine tasting stations. It's called New Age. This amazing gentleman in front of me, he's got quite a bit of tood, which I'm already enjoying. <laughs> I love it. He's going to tell us a little bit about the wine and um, what we can expect when we go to taste it. You guys are the only ones with uh, sangria, by the way. I love the fact that we brought sangria, by the way, and I did that purposefully, too. 
Because what I wanted to do is New Age is a very easy drinking effervescent wine. It's naturally sweet. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to give you ladies something different, something unique. So we made it in two different styles. We either did a pitcher of sangria or we did what we call a tincho. And a tincho, all we did is add a lime wedge, ice, and a bottle of white wine, which is our New Age white. Uh -huh. That's all it is. The reason why it's called tincho is because the owner, Valentin, that's his nickname. So his father's name's Valentin also. So they dubbed him Tincho. It's kind of like calling yeah. me Jimmy because right. my first name's James. And so what he did is one day is he took that lime wedge and added it into a bottle of New Age White with a glass of rocks, and that's it. And so we gave you something different. What it does is it allows you to taste a little bit more of the wine juice and get the grapes and take away from that sweetness. So it gives you a different style altogether. And so what we're doing is we're trying to introduce all the ladies and all the gentlemen that are here tonight into something that's going to be able to give them a mixer style of wine. You could drink it by itself and it's fantastic, or you can find different ways to mix it and utilize it with other vodkas or spirits or anything else. Well, I'm super excited to try it. I'm, I'm tossed because I want to try both of them, but I know I'm running out of time. And I'm just taking this big, huge last gulp of my wine because I was like, I want to try this. That's all right. We have more. You can always come back. <laughs> So um, if the listeners wanted to find out more about you, where can they find you? Well, you can always go to our website. That's quintessentialwines.com. You can always find us on Facebook, too. That's Facebook at New Age Wines. But one of the best things is we have great partnerships in out there, especially chain stores. You can find us in the majority of the major chains, you know, the Safeways, QFCs. We have a great partnership with Bedmo also. Love them. So you can always find our wines in those stores. Awesome. Thank you so much oh, for taking time pleasure. to interview. It's absolutely my pleasure. We want to take a moment to thank today's show sponsors, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, other location sponsor, Miss Kirkland Washington, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, Bellevue Pain Clinic, Penfold Cellars, Chateau St. Jean Cellars, Wine Women in Shoes, and the James Beard Foundation. We want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors, and check us out on your smartphones on RSS Radio. Don't forget, make every event better because you were there. And have a socially savvy week, everyone.